In this country, we have a can-do-it spirit. Right? If you work hard enough, you'll be successful. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And we, we recognize that there are opportunities here in this country and in our society that a lot of people haven't enjoyed and don't enjoy throughout the world. We also recognize that at some point you, you hit a limit. You get to a point where no matter how hard you work, no matter how smart you are, no matter what you do, you simply cannot go any further. Some people recognize this very early in life because there are, uh, there's discrimination and prejudice within our culture, within our society. Some people realize it later in life. But at some point, we all hit our limitations or we all hit that roadblock and we recognize that the things that I did that got me to here maybe aren't enough to get me to that next step or I need to shift. And it can be horribly isolating and frustrating. We can even do the best possible job, and it still sometimes isn't enough to get us where we want to go or where we think we should be going. In the first reading from the first book of Kings, we hear about Elijah running up the mountain. Elijah has just done God's will. He has stood up to the hundreds of false prophets of the, of the idol Baal. He has proven Elijah through his own faith the truth, the goodness, the beauty of the one God. He has overcome these priests who are idolaters. And what happens? He flees for his life. He does the will of God, and yet he still does not feel safe. He still does not feel like he can be amongst his fellow Israelites. And so he's isolated. He runs away. He goes up the mountain to listen for the voice of God. And so often, because right now we're seeing our limitations socially, economically, physically, because of the pandemic and everything else that is going on in our society, even when we're in a family, even when we're with friends, we can feel so isolated and alone, like the whole world rests on my shoulders. And wow, what a horrible feeling that is. To feel like I have to do this, I have to change the world, but not knowing what I can do more. Not knowing what that next step is. And I share that with you. And it leads to doubt. And it leads to frustration. And it leads to even sometimes feeling that the situation is hopeless. Then we get the gospel today. The apostles are on the boat. Now remember, some of these apostles are fishermen. So they're, fig they're thinking themselves, they fish the sea, they know this water, and they can't get across to the other side. So they're feeling frustrated that their skills haven't been able to help their friends. And guess what? Their friends are frustrated that the fishermen can't get them across the sea. And they're asking, why did I get on this stupid boat with people who can't get me to the other side? That was a silly decision. And they can't rest, they can't sleep because the wind is against them, because of the waves, because of what's going on. And so in the middle of the night, the fourth watch is between 2 and 5 a.m., restlessly they look out to sea. And who is there in the middle of the sea, in their darkest moment, when they feel most isolated, but Jesus? This is the measure of God's love for each and every one of us. 
That in that moment when we are most alone, most afraid, most frustrated, Jesus walks on water. Because yes, you and I have limits. We can be contained, but he cannot. He walks on water. He conquers sin and death. He is both fully human and fully divine. And here's also the beautiful measure of his love is that he calls us to that life with him. He calls us to a life without containment, without limit, new life in him. Peter cries out, Lord, if it is you, call me to jump over the boat or jump into the water and I'll walk to you. What does Jesus say? Come. It's almost like if you see your neighbor and your neighbor says, oh, we're having a party, come on over. No big deal. Ho-hum. This is the love that Jesus has for us. That even when he is doing something that we are not capable of, he desires for us to join in him with that. Come, Jesus says. Jump over the edge in the middle of this storm and walk on water. This is the life that each one of us is called to live here and now. To walk on water. To overcome the things that divide us, the limits that the world puts in our way. To unify what is divided. To be forgiven what the world won't forgive. This is the life that Jesus has in store for us. To walk on water. To be unchained, unbounded. To live in the limitlessness of his glory. Of his grace. But here's the thing for each and every one of us. It always seems an arm length away. Yes, we know that Jesus loves us. Yes, that we know Jesus is in our life. But what, what do I need to do? How do I get there? If we look to our first reading in our gospel, what do we see? Prayer. Watchfulness. Waiting. Is prayer the most important thing in your daily life? Because Jesus is walking on water in your life each and every day. But if you're not looking for him, if you're not listening for him, you're going to get caught up in the winds and in the waves and in the earthquakes and in the fires. And you're going to miss him in that gentle, still small voice. Or you're going to think he's a ghost walking towards you in the midst of the tempest. But if we pray... If you listen, if you open your heart each and every day, if you keep watch in those hours and at those times when it seems like all hope is lost, Jesus comes to you and he raises your spirit and he lifts you up and he calls you to hop over the edge of the boat and to walk on water. But you have to pray. You must be on the lookout. And you must courageously jump over the edge. Knowing full well that you and I are imperfect and we're going to fall a little bit. But guess what? When we do, where's Jesus? Right there to pick us up. To love us. To show us the next step. Jesus cannot be contained. Jesus has given us... The pearl of great price, as we heard a couple weeks ago. Jesus has fed the thousands with five loaves and two fish, as we heard last week. Jesus walks on water. Open up your heart to that Jesus in this time. 
who can overcome division, hatred, prejudice, who can heal wounds, who can help each one of us be prudent and make the right decisions and to love people who we don't like or with whom we disagree. But the way we get there is to look for and find Jesus in prayer. And so let's pray together right now. Lord Jesus, you love me so much that you gave your life for me. Lord Jesus, you love me so much that you walked on water to show me, to show everyone what you have in store for us. Lord Jesus, help me to trust in you. Help me to not be afraid. Help me to recognize, Lord, that the new life you have in store is ready and waiting for me, for my friends, and for my family. Help me, Lord, to lead others to you, to not be afraid. And help me, Lord, to worship you each and every day. Because truly, you are the Son of God.